Matthew 9, verses 18 to 26. While he was saying this, a synagogue leader came and knelt before him and said, My daughter has just died, but come and put your hand on her and she will live. Jesus got up and went with him and so did his disciples. Just then, a woman who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years came up behind him and touched the edge of his cloak. She said to herself, If I only touch his cloak, I will be healed. Jesus turned and saw her. Take heart, daughter, he said. Your faith has healed you. And the woman was healed at that moment. When Jesus entered the synagogue leader's house and saw the noisy crowd and the people playing pipes, he said, Go away. The girl is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After the crowd had been put outside, he went in and took the girl by the hand, and she got up. News of this spread through all that region. This passage takes on a whole new meaning, I would suggest, in our COVID-19 world where we've had to learn about hand washing, hand sanitisation, masks, keeping our distance, all these new regulations to protect us from a virus. In the day of Jesus, there were all sorts of hygiene regulations. They weren't there to protect you just from physical illness, physical contamination, but actually also from um, being made unholy, unclean because of someone else's impurity, ritual impurity because of whatever was going on for them and so in those days you didn't touch someone who was ill you didn't touch someone who was bleeding you didn't go near people who had various diseases because you would become contagious you would need to go and uh, clean yourself for worship never mind potentially risk getting the illness as well this story is extraordinary because in it Jesus seems to do the exact opposite of what everyone expects him to do and the law had told people to do it's like today someone ignoring all the guidance, uh, guidelines and guidance around masks and hand washing. We'll come to that in a moment because I do not want you to misunderstand me. No Jew watching on, no, no one from the people of God in those days watching on would have missed the point that Matthew is making. And remember, he's writing to a largely Jewish audience. He's making it clear that in the ordinary course of events, Jesus would have become doubly unclean. Not only has he touched a bleeding woman, but then this this child who it seems is dead. And he would have had to do all the various things necessary to make himself clean again before resuming normal social contact. It's quite a process, but no one would have thought anything of it. We've got these two stories, these two different people needing healing. But that's not really the point I want to draw out. It's more about how Jesus responds that I think is fascinating. We realise in this story that something is different about Jesus and therefore something needs to be different about us. Her uncleanness, the woman bleeding, or the little girl dying, don't infect Jesus. Something in him, it turns out, actually infects them. In other words, far from it being a case of Jesus being made unclean, unholy, impure by touching them, it's quite the opposite. Him touching them makes them clean, makes them holy, makes them whole. Something is reversing itself here in the natural order of things. Jesus is fixing the world. Jesus, by healing them, is restoring them to community. Craig Blomberg, in his masterful book on this, uh, which is called Contagious Holiness, just shows that this is the dynamic of the kingdom. Everything that Jesus touches is transformed, redeemed, made new. And the reason for highlighting that is not that we should go around touching people who've got COVID, stopping wearing our masks, stopping cleaning our hands, none of that. That is the right and wise thing to do. But in a different sense, we as the people of God are 
called to go to those who culture says are unclean, who are in some sense socio-economically, culturally sick, struggling, ostracised and touch them. Our lives should touch the lives of people in our city who need help, who need grace, who need kindness, who need mercy, who need practical help. That is the calling on the people of God because we have nothing to fear from being around people who are different to us. Nothing to fear from being around people perhaps for whom life is a challenge. Quite the opposite. Everything that's in us as Jesus fills us with his holiness and his spirit is transferred to them as a gift. What's in us wants out, just like what was in Jesus wants out into the lives of other people that the kingdom of God may come. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son Jesus who ushers in a new way and shows us a new way whose holiness is contagious, liberates and sets us free. And I pray you'd help us to go to those who need to be touched by you, that we'd go in your name and in your power, confident that what's in us will flow out into them. Amen. Thank you.